0: You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network, where the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now.
1: Episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Giggly's NXT Companion Podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline back talking more NXT on the WWE Network. Uh Jacqueline, everybody is talking about the ending of Game of Thrones, including us. This is not the Game of yes. Thrones podcast, but uh oh. some people happy, some people in the middle, like me, uh, and some people very negative. But you know what? Uh I couldn't be that negative. Uh on Game of Thrones, because the other thing I was watching this week was NXT and NXT UK, and I was far more negative about those shows.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I did
1: not have a good time watching either of these shows, to be honest with you. But
0: Interesting.
1: Here's what happened real quick-like on NXT UK. Uh, uh-huh. Piper Niven had a squash match. Uh, I hate
0: squash mashes.
1: Yeah. She beat a girl named Jamie Hater in under two minutes. Although I do like the bad guy's last name being Hater. Hater. That works. Uh, Like Bill? Yeah. Well, no, this was H-A-Y-T-E-R.
0: Oh. So not
1: like Hater, but Hater. Uh, She hates on them, apparently. Um Russian wrestler Ilya Dragunov made his NXT UK oh. debut. He is an awesome character, uh, but he that they
0: don't know how to use yet.
1: Uh, n- well, he debuted against Jack Stars, who is mm, another enha- another enhancement guy, uh, mm-hmm. and the match was not that impressive. So there was that. Uh, speaking of debuts, there was a Killer Kelly-Zia Brookside match, which did not have an ending when Ginny came out against Jack Stars, who is another enha- another enhancement guy. Uh, mm-hmm. And the match was not that impressive. So there was that. Uh, speaking of debuts, there was a Killer Kelly-Zia Brookside match, which did not have an ending when Ginny came out And introduced her new companion, uh, the alpha female, Jacqueline. Her name is Jazzy Gabbert, the alpha female. So she's a big German woman who is terrifying. So it's a good combo because Ginny is a pencil. Small and
0: terrifying.
1: And this woman is really big and scary. Okay. Uh, A good look. She came out and destroyed Zaya Brookside. Uh, killer Kelly uh ran away uh and uh <laughs> they were doing now not what you would want to do when your name is killer
0: killer Kelly Ke- right? yeah, yeah, he's not living up to that
1: yeah, uh and they had two other qualifying matches for the fatal four way number one contenders match. The winners of these matches were Jordan Devlin defeating Lagero in probably the best match on the show, but nothing to write home about, and uh Dave Mastiff. Beating Wolfgang from the Gallus faction uh, in a hmm. very short main event that was only about four minutes long. Uh, that's so, all
0: you need for a Mastiff match, though.
1: Yeah. So that show was pretty ho hum. Next week's show is the Pete Dunne Walter NXT UK Championship rematch. So, Ooh, that, so
0: hopefully that's better.
1: Yes, that will have something to write home about on it. I believe. You hope, at least, or at least I hope. <laughs> Let's talk about regular NXT, uh, episode 506.
0: Yay! We're uh, in the 500s!
1: For, it's going to feel like we're going to be here forever now, though. So.
0: Yeah, because we got another 100 episodes to go.
1: Yeah, get used to it, everybody. We're going to be saying 500 a lot. Uh, <laughs> we're
0: never going to remember which episode we're on. Uh,
1: the, anyway. show, <laughs> the show opened with Mauro Ranallo and Nigel McGuinness saying that... Uh, they have kicked Percy Watson out of wrestling. He is no longer a part of NXT uh, or the NXT announced team. Uh, he actually legitimately did leave. Yes. Uh, to go He's Percy.
0: pursuing acting? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: so they introduced uh, WWE Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix as the new color commentator uh, for NXT. She has shown a little bit of promise. Uh, yeah. She's very new to commentate, she is
0: but i do like some of the stuff she's done on the main roster because they've had her come on a little bit
1: yeah Um, and she she was calling stuff for the may young classic this year too
0: mm -hmm. and i like her better that i i am i feel bad saying this but i do like her better than the uh, than the woman who um announces on the main roster renee young yeah renee young and i don't know if it's and i I don't know if it's Renee Young. It's probably the men she announces against, let's be honest. But um, Yeah,
1: and also having people, yeah. also having a 73-year-old man in your ear telling you what to doesn't say. It. That doesn't yeah. help either.
0: Also, I feel like Morrow's gotten stung by the main roster, so he's just more inclusive now. So he's just mm-hmm. like, come on, let's have fun together. Yeah. I love Morrow, and I hope that's real.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> the, the Viking Raiders, the, the War Raiders, let's Oof. be honest. They came out to the ring, so as soon as their music hit, crowd erupted, but then as soon as Viking Raiders appeared on the video screen, the crowd booed. Yes. When the ring announcer announced them as Eric and Ivar, the crowd booed, and then when they got into the ring, everyone was chanting, war. I don't know why, but they should have been chanting Vikings or something, but they weren't. I don't know why.
0: because... Because that's what they've always done. Creatures of habit.
1: Ah, I don't know, Jacqueline. They're the Viking Raiders now. You should just chant Viking at them. But <sighs> this crowd, rebellious. They chanted war. So, anyway, uh, they talked about how they've raided Raw and brutalized the tag team division there. But they were still mm-hmm. the NXT tag team champions. So they wanted to bring out William Regal to discuss this situation. And... Uh, okay.
0: Abdicate the throne.
1: They wanted, to, yes, they literally wanted to abdicate <laughs> their titles. Uh, they wanted to vacate them. They had no competition left in NXT. They said, uh, which is weird because it's not like they really defended the titles very often. Much. They got called up yeah. very quickly, and didn't get a chance. But uh, <laughs> for storyline
0: purposes, we'll buy it.
1: <laughs> Regal took the belts, but before anything else further could happen, the street profits interrupted, and. I don't know what happened, Jacqueline, between the last set of tapings and this set of tapings, but the Street Profits seemed 200% more popular. Yes. Yeah. The crowd was really going crazy for them.
0: Because they're awesome. And I'll say this. I love the Street Profits. They are probably the only people on NXT whose music I really know that once it starts, I like get excited. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I know who they are. Hypes me um, up. Hypes me up. And I think that... People just love them, they're so lovable like you want them to succeed. It is their time
1: uh the street prophets came out and uh said that they had pushed the the war Raiders to their limit the last time they were in a match together mm-hmm. uh, and they deserved a shot at the tag titles. I would argue that that is flawed thinking because while they did while they did put up a good fight, they did not win. that usually doesn't mean you get a title match. But, Doesn't matter. But they've been put into this really weird, awkward situation where the War Raiders are the tag team champions, but they're also on the main roster and they have to get the titles off of them.
0: So something has to happen. More yeah. on that. I will, more on
1: that later. Uh my
0: favorite part of this exchange though was when Dawkins asked them like what their name was or he's like, I don't oh, know what you are yeah. called anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, like
1: the Viking Raiders or whatever. And he's like, If that's if that is your real name.
0: Yeah. And the yeah. crowd
1: gave him the big ooh. Yeah, they were that was a good yeah. that was a good burn, a nice uh self referential humor there, noting that the main <laughs> roster sucks,
0: yes, yes,
1: uh, so so this trash talking prompted the war Raiders to grab their belts from William Regal and decide to face the street profits in the main event tonight for the Tag team championship.
0: I was not upset about it.
1: no, I'm like, okay, crowd seemed really into this too. uh we got exclusive <laughs> footage. From last week, showing the Undisputed Era breaking up with Roderick Thank Strong God. and Adam Cole yelling at each other. Adam Cole being bleeped. Uh, he said
0: ass. Oh, no, he said... Oh, he called him a little bitch?
1: I think he called him a bitch or a pussy Roderick maybe or something. Roderick
0: embraced that word and just use it to, your, to the full extent of its power. He took off we his armband
1: have... and threw it at Adam Cole.
0: And his shirt.
1: And his shirt. Uh... So, (laughs) this was our exclusive from last week. We then cut to Adam Cole and Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. And they're doing a promo, but there are some people running past them. And Adam (laughs) Cole gets distracted by this. He doesn't know what's going on.
0: So, does the interviewer. I don't know what her name is, but she was like. I think Kathy Kelly, I think. Yes, she was really not paying attention to what was being said. They got really confused.
1: Yeah. And there were people yelling off in the background. We don't know what's happening. And then we see Roderick Strong marching up from behind the scenes. And I'm like, oh man, things are going to get heated. He looks upset or something. Yeah. And he shows up and he tells, this was so great. He tells... Was. This was very pro-wrestling. He tells uh, Adam Cole that he's had a chance to think about it. And he agrees with Adam Cole about... Yeah. Uh, and so Jacqueline's not particularly happy that Undisputed Era isn't breaking up. But...
0: I still don't believe
1: it's true. Roderick Strong said that he, in an, in an attempt to smooth things over, he handled that Matt Riddle thing for Adam Cole. And as evidence held up a bloody flip-flop. Like a trophy. Somewhere there is a bloody Matt Riddle with only one flip-flop on Flip-flop.
0: Now, my question is, this seems like a reverse Alistair Black situation.
1: Oh, yes, we're, we're very aware of who, who caused this.
0: So, but, you know, you didn't see Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. He could be fine and playing into this. He could have been like, yeah, take my shoe and fool your fool your guy
1: yes possibly but i don't i don't know i don't think so uh so (laughs) this is just ridiculous uh riddle was shown backstage icing his ribs uh nxt champion jenny gargano says that he is challenging adam cole to a title match uh at nxt takeover 25 uh they're gonna settle the score also uh Johnny Gargano compared Matt Riddle to, I believe, the Incredible Hulk uh, (laughs) that said the bro is angry and you do not want to see the bro when he is angry. Or you wouldn't like him when he is angry. Something along those lines. (laughs) Uh, So So
0: self-aware.
1: Johnny says that the challenge was a preemptive measure to keep Undisputed Era from attacking him like they did with Riddle and others. So that match is... Uh, official. They also announced that Shayna Baszler will be defending the women's championship against Io Shirai at NXT TakeOver 25. Cool. Finally get to a match.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of talking in this episode.
1: Keith Lee and his awesome music defeated Cesar Bononi.
0: I do like his new, his new jams.
1: Uh, so, you know, Keith Lee hit him hard, hit some moves hit the spirit bomb, and pinned him. Like, you know, it's a squash matchup, yeah. essentially. There's nothing to write home about here. Nice to see Keith Lee back from injury, though, I guess. It is. It is.
0: And, and slow build up. You know, gotta mm-hmm. get back into the hearts and minds of millions. Although, Cesar Benoni, didn't he used to, like, do things? Like, I feel like I've seen him a bunch, uh, right?
1: He's been on TV on and off for a while. He was a, He's in a yeah. tag team with Adrian Jaoud as two yeah. Brazilian men.
0: Yeah, so it's good to see him.
1: Uh, the Forgotten Sons were about to barge into Mister Regal's office when Kathy Kelly stopped to ask them some questions. The Sons were upset that the Street Profits were handed their title shot. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> it's the Street, it's the Forgotten Sons in a backstage segment. To everybody,
0: no one cares.
1: Yeah, uh, Kashida. Has his second match ever on NXT television against the finest Kona Reeves?
0: Kona Reeves, I know you don't. I know you don't like his character, but I must say he's dressing better.
1: <laughs> no, I, I actually find his character in, endearing, okay. as because <laughs> I always imagine him as uh, somebody who I, I think his character is supposed to be that he has the finest taste in clothing and music and whatever. But But I like to imagine him as somebody who wants the finest, but doesn't have it. (laughs) Uh, I find him endearing as like a loser. Like, yeah,
0: he's
1: not a, he's not a winner. Uh, Kushida actually, I think the Kushida Sono match was better than this match from, uh, was better than this match, but I thought Kushida actually looked better in this match. Yes. Uh, he was a little more athletic. He did some more high-flying stuff. Yeah. Uh, he beat Kona with the hoverboard lock. You know, mm-hmm. it was another pretty short match that didn't have a lot going on.
0: I would have liked it better if the one guy didn't come out and just stare them down Oh, so, the match. yes,
1: Drew Gulak. Um, yeah,
0: that was weird.
1: So, he came out and appeared on stage. And Kushida was distracted momentarily, but not enough for Connery's to defeat him in any meaningful way and, and got the win. So, yeah, this is this sort of thing happened with Gulak and Matt Riddle. Uh, mm-hmm. and him and Matt Riddle had a great match, and I'm sure he and they did Kushida have will have a pretty good match, too. Yeah.
0: So is Gulak, no, he's on 205 Live, though. He's yes. i confused about the 205 Lives guys.
1: Yeah. Well, I my thinking they is... They kind of
0: just go where they want.
1: Right. My thinking is that they're used so little. The original idea with the cruiserweights was that they would mm-hmm. be featured heavily on Raw to build up mm. their to build up to the 205 Live show. And uh, by all accounts, cruiserweights haven't been on Raw in ages. They only appear on 205 Live. So I guess these are like extra appearances Okay. kind of well, help pad things out. Good for them. Uh, Bianca Belair, Kathy Kelly's been busy tonight. Uh, Bianca Belair brought Kathy <laughs> Kelly and her film crew along for a trip to William Regal's office. She ran into Mia Yim. They briefly argued, and then Belair went into Regal's office. She shut the door in Kelly's face after inviting her in in the first place. So,
0: she got mad after Mia uh, interrupted her.
1: Yeah. I didn't think this was very good. I don't know did why. Did not think? Yeah, I did not think it was very good.
0: Well, because, like, nothing, it's like, they're setting up for resolutions, but it's very, you don't get the satisfaction of the resolve yet.
1: Yeah. That's what it is. And it's just Mia Yim and Bianca Belair kind of just jawing at each other, but it's not particularly great banter, even.
0: Yeah. I like, they're probably one of the few wrestlers who I like in the room more. Mm -hmm. But they, they did have a good match against each other, so I am for another one.
1: Uh, Vanessa Bourne defeated Jesse Mm -hmm. Alban, uh, again, in essentially a squash that would make, we've had three matches on the show and essentially three squash matches,
0: which I'm surprised that Vanessa Bourne had a squash match. No. Yeah. Anyone else?
1: Well, I mean, they needed some credibility. I think they, I guess they need. They were they were very close to being in the uh, Jessamine Duke Marina Shafir league of having no credibility of having won That's nothing. Fair. So she did need a win, but it was weird to see her just in a singles match and uh, win. Yeah, Jesse is no longer doing the nerd character. She was doing mm-hmm. a character where she's like super nerdy, and she her character was also that she is clumsy which is a weird character to be, like, an, an athlete, a professional yeah, athlete. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, so they dropped that. So now she's just Jessie. And so when you
0: talk, like, nerd character, all I think of is the TV show Glow. Is that, like, what we're... Like, the mm, nerd on that? No. Character? No, no, she was that. just,
1: you know, had nerd glasses, and... Okay. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't particularly nerdy, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. She was quirky. But okay. uh here she was just Jesse, professional wrestler. And yes. uh she lost to the vision Vanessa Bourne uh <sighs> with some sort of weird spinny, twisty neck breaker in uh it wasn't like bad, but it was also just there.
0: Yeah, and I but I still will say Vanessa Bourne has gotten much better since like the first time I've seen her like saw her on house shows and stuff, so I will Mm-hmm. I will give her that respect. Like, I think she has come a long way. Um, where, as you mentioned, like Justin, Duke and Marina, like they still haven't had many matches. So yeah. um, their progress is less, but um, I feel like she's shot, like she's gotten exponentially better since I've first seen her.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, to see and born
0: in and Bougie will never not make me laugh.
1: Sorry. No. Uh, <laughs> and uh, to seal my hatred of this episode the Aww. main event of the War Raiders defending against the Street Profits for the NXT Tag Team Championship. So, this started out pretty good.
0: This was a good match.
1: Yeah, these guys, these two teams work well together. Mm-hmm, uh, they do. Montez Ford can leap very high into the air, and these men can throw other men. The War Raiders can throw other yes. men high into the air. So, it is a great combination. Yeah. Uh, there was an amazing moment where Hanson, because I'm just not going to call him Ivar. That's uh, fair. Where Hanson and Angelo Dawkins were doing a cartwheel off to avoid each other.
0: I loved that.
1: The crowd <laughs> was just almost going to explode with joy. They were so happy. All of I, this mean, was,
0: going- I <laughs> was, I was doing that on my couch, you know? Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> like, wow, this is so cool. Uh, and Street Profits had a couple of really close near falls. The crowd was really like the crowd was really into this probably because they know that uh the war raiders are done
0: to, yeah they have to give up the title so they forgot p- so
1: and they're probably going to see a title change so they were really biting hard on like every like near fall yeah uh some that weren't even on finishing moves or signature moves just like regular, like a small package, I think at one point the crowd was like, oh my god, this is it! Uh, but, <laughs> that wasn't it, Jacqueline. What was it? No. Was the Forgotten Sons ran in, and who did they attack? <sighs> they attacked the War Raiders. Okay, so follow me here. The match has now ended in a disqualification, mm-hmm. and they they attacked the War Raiders, who are now fighting the Forgotten Sons, and then Lorkin and Birch... They show up, and there's a, a wild brawl with all of these teams. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so I guess they're sticking around a bit more? Uh, no. Yeah. The War Raiders, like, uh, the War Raiders eventually uh, kind of get Lorcan and Birch out of there. And then the Street Profits kind of come in. And, like, double-team on the War Raiders and get sort of, like, a visual pin on them. Like, you know, the they cover them and, like, uh, Dawkins made a three-count or something. Like, not an official three-count or anything. Yeah. But, but, like, a moral They just tried real hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, after that, the War Raiders took out their anger on on Lorcan and press-slammed him onto everybody. And the crowd was chanting, war. And then the War Raiders grabbed the belts... And then laid them on the ground, and then bowed as the show went off the air. And then about twenty minutes later on Twitter, the NXT Twitter announced that the NXT Tag Team titles are now vacant, thus completing yeah. my cycle of hatred for this episode. I thought this was just terrible. I <laughs> normally love NXT so much. I know yeah. that they were. I know that they were kind of put into a booked into a, a point here. Yeah, the story I'm hearing is that they, because the War Raiders are, I I guess, are probably going to be winning the tag titles on Raw eventually here. Mm -hmm. And they didn't want them to lose. So.
0: So they DQ'd them?
1: Yeah, so they should have just forfeited the titles at the beginning and then that should have just been it. Yes. To go through and do this. I mean it didn't Too much make it fanfare. It, yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense that street profits would be getting a title shot right after losing to the war raiders.
0: No, it does make sense cuz they're awesome and everyone loves them.
1: I know I know Jessen <laughs> that you love them so much, but it, if you're thinking logically <laughs> like they they faced this team like a couple weeks ago and lost, they probably shouldn't be getting a title match right away without getting but a But they're the of only team wins.
0: that deserves it. Who well, else is going to win it? Well, no, sorry. That's that's not true. The only other team that would really deserve it would be Carrillo and Mendoza.
1: Mm. Well, they're not. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't think that uh, the word is that the ti- the yeah. tag title match at NXT 25 is going to be Birch and Lorkin, Street mm-hmm. Profits, Forgotten Sons, and uh, Fish and O'Reilly, I've heard. Yep. In a four-way yep. match uh, for the tag titles. Which, you know what, uh, I'll be happy if anybody but Forgotten Sons wins that match, so... Yeah. Hopefully they just put it back on Fish and O'Reilly, uh, and Just put it back in Undisputed Era, but... Uh, oh, street,
0: street Profits. I
1: know, but the I goal think... Goal of
0: my heart! I know.
1: <laughs> I Honestly, I think Street Profits, I mean, I think they should. After watching this yeah. show, especially, I was sold. I'm like, I think they could probably carry it, and they've gotten a lot better as a team and I have, but I want to see them get some wins and then chase it and then have a big moment in a straight up tag team match. But still
0: have them have a big storyline. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: That wouldn't be bad. And they, they, they do, they are, they do work really well as a team. mm -hmm. Their, their athleticism is awesome. And just, I love the, I mean, they just have the crowd.
1: Yeah. Uh, So I was frustrated. uh, It was a little let down. This was not a great show. And the, I did not agree with the some wonky storytelling. And I know that the writers for this show were put in a tough spot. But mm-hmm. still, there are things you probably could have done that would have made a little more sense. <laughs> and they just didn't go that route.
0: <laughs> you would think. Uh,
1: so before we, uh, before we tell you what we thought of uh, the show grade-wise... Uh, let's go. Let's go to our, our our latest feature on this podcast. Let's go into the Grapple app, G R A P P L, uh, yeah. to see what people uh, rated the matches on the show. Jacqueline, what do you think was the highest rated match of the evening on Grapple?
0: The main event.
1: It was not. Oh. The highest rated match was actually. Kushida and Kona Reeves.
0: Okay, that actually makes more sense.
1: <laughs> Out of 5, what do you think this match received?
0: 3? Uh
1: 2.14. Damn. It was it was kind of a squash. I mean, Kushida looked good in it, and it did go yeah. a little bit longer than the other I, squash matches, but
0: I but I don't feel like I don't think Kona of Kona Reeves as a squash guy. I guess.
1: No, it wasn't like a complete squash. Like Yeah, yeah. He got, he got some offense in, but yeah.
0: This was fancy squash. This was acorn squash.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a food joke, <laughs> this everybody. Wasn't,
0: yeah, this wasn't butternut. We're fine. <laughs>
1: no. Uh What do you think the, uh, the lowest rated match was on this episode?
0: Jesse and Vanessa Bourne.
1: Yeah. Uh, and a guess as to what they received.
0: Less than one.
1: Oh no! In this case, they received 1.21 stars. So. Okay,
0: I wasn't that far off. No, you were
1: not. It was like ah, <laughs> oh, t- you should be surprised to learn that they were actually the highest-rated match. No, that was not yeah. Off. Um, I actually don't know what is scheduled for next week. Do we have an idea? I
0: I read spoilers.
1: <laughs> oh, from the the WWE website.
0: No, ringside.
1: Oh, no, I don't know. Does this have actual spoilers, like wins and losses? I don't want to know that.
0: No, no. Yeah, it has wins and losses. Okay, I won't tell you.
1: Okay, so what is the... Yeah, I can't... Spoilers, everybody, but what what's the... Uh, what's Do you know what the main event is for this show? No. Okay. I mean,
0: I could guess based off what it says, but... It doesn't. It really just looks like they're doing a lot more talking leading up to the takeover. Is this takeover like a surprise takeover? I feel like they're doing a lot right now to, of like chit chatting leading up to it.
1: Yes. Yeah. It kind okay. of it kind of sprung up on them. They wanted. Yeah. Uh, they were originally planning. Yeah. As I noted, they were originally planning this one for San Diego, and then because of the mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia show, that got changed, and they found a new home. But by the time they found a new home for it. Uh, they did not have a whole lot of time to prep. So, yep. yeah.
0: And that's, even if I, when I go on the, like, if you go on WWE, when they, like, tease for what ne- what's um next week or tomorrow, it's mm-hmm. a bunch of, like, talking heads.
1: <laughs> God, I hope the that's only not match,
0: the show. The only match they say is Candice LeRae takes on Reina Gonzalez.
1: That, I don't think that's going to be the main event. <laughs> I hope not.
0: I don't think so either, but everything else is, like, talking it's like big news for the tag team titles. Yeah, no
1: offense to Canvas uh, Wrestling or Arena, but that's not a main event quality TV match. match.
0: Velveteen Dream's back. We don't know how, but he's back somehow. He's <laughs> back.
1: Hopefully not singing anymore. Hopefully no, no more. No, but hopefully, hopefully, no hopefully more he moves.
0: still comes out on that couch. Yes. I like that bit.
1: <laughs> it's a good thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, the, it's his Iron Throne. It is. Get, he just gets wheeled around on it everywhere.
0: His prince throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so uh, before we go, uh, a shout out to Think Geek for sponsoring the show. CinemaGeekly.com dot slash Think Geek. Uh, I'll, I'll keep saying it every week, just in case this is a, a first uh, listen for you. But uh, no. No wrestling related items on ThinkGeek, but uh, if you're uh, a nerdy person like us, I'm sure you will find some excellent crossover apparel or collectibles, <laughs> uh, be it from television, uh, movies or video games. Uh, geek has got a little bit of everything. Uh, so yeah, uh, if you're going to go shop there, uh, use the link cinemageekly.com slash geek or use the uh, support us link in the show notes for this episode and uh, speaking of cinemageekly.com while you're there check out the archives of this show and you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts Google Play and Stitcher just search for What Comes NXT and hit subscribe I don't know what the main event is for next week Jacqueline so uh, I don't think there is one I'm just maybe there isn't maybe it's just a nebulous show of interviews and promos because they this came up on them so quick they don't know what else to do <laughs> so
0: they're... let's let's all talk about it.
1: <laughs> they haven't filmed en- they haven't filmed enough, so it's just going to be Mauro Ronaldo and Nigel McGuinness just sitting down and talking with wrestlers for an hour. Maybe that's what we'll get.
0: I would watch that though.
1: I imagine there's some matches. I just don't know what they are. Everybody. No, wait.
0: Do you want? Sorry. You want to know what I really wish it is? It's a <laughs> retrospective. They show old matches, and Morrow does new commentary over it.
1: That would be excellent, actually. You're welcome. I would love to. I would love to do that. And I would rewatch yep. those. I would rewatch those shows in a heartbeat, or those matches for sure.
0: You're welcome, uh, everybody.
1: <laughs> let's see that happen, everyone. Uh, okay, so. Uh, for Jacqueline, I'm Anthony. We'll be back next week talking episode 507 of Yay. NXT on the WWE Network. I keep it homegrown. I live for the applause. And all the people know. I bring the swag like nobody can. Don't mean to brag. What about it? Yeah. What about it? Yeah. I bring the swag like nobody can. It's in the bag.